I always pictured I would be one of the greatest Become every sense of the word and stun on those who hate it Something that I was giving my parents and couldn't take it Resilience to every stone that was cast, I demonstrated Every stone I put in bracelets, beauty underrated Was told to believe if you're not a scholar, get it Welcome to another edition of the Rob and Rob for Life podcast I'm your host, Rob Bruin, along with my good light-skinned brother, Rob McLean. What's the word? What it do, my brother? You know what's crazy, bro? Tell me. It must be nice doing what you love as your career, and it shows in this person's work. Absolutely. Especially when you're a God-fearing woman, anchor, mm-hmm. and most of all, <laughs> she's Morgan's mom. How you doing, <laughs> Brianna Dawkins? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm great. How y'all doing? Doing well. We good. Just glad to be here with you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, off rip, we already know that you wouldn't be anywhere without your foundation and your relationship with God. You know, tell us how important your relationship is with God and how it's helped you grow in your career so far. I mean, it's everything. It's it's everything. And I I don't believe that if you want to go far in life you can just wake up one morning and say, you know what, I'm going to do this without being strategic. And one thing I absolutely love about God, you know, as our father, he is so strategic. He says, you know, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew the plans I had for you, you know, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you an expected hope in a future. I love that about him. So yeah, he's, he's been the biggest influence I've ever had on, you know, keeping it going and keeping it pushing. So definitely. I heard through the grapevine that T.D. Jakes is one of your favorite guys. Can you tell us why? (laughs) You know what? I love, (laughs) I call him Uncle T.D. because he's so real. Not for real, but he's like everybody uncle. Everybody uncle Mm -hmm. that tells you like it is, you know, is transparent, is real, is not going to say, you know what? keep on doing what you're doing. It'll be fine. He's like, no, get your house in order. You know what I'm saying? If you need to do X, Y, and Z, go ahead and handle it. And he's like a ouch, but a ooh. You know, ouch, some some of the things. Yeah, some of the things he says is like, are you calling me out, Um, Bishop T.D. Jakes? (laughs) And then you're like, ooh, you know what? Okay, I I, I needed to get my home in order. Yep, yep, I'm I'm good now. I saw you on Tony Benton's live just talking about unconditional love and forgiveness. And me personally, I don't know about Rob, I be having some problems just forgiving easily. What's your steps for forgiving people? You know, I have the same problem. I'm, 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 I'm not a super, I would say I'm a super loving person, but I'm not very forgiving because I feel like when people take advantage of someone who like all you have to do is ask the answer is you know mm-hmm. yes or you know whatever mm-hmm. i feel like as a is a oof it's tough it's yeah. tough but you know what i know that in the bible it says you know if you have unforgiveness in your heart it alters god from hearing your prayers so i don't forgive for other people and sometimes people yo they won't even apologize to you you got to forgive ah, for yourself that's you true you got to yeah. forgive for yourself i think um I think Bishop T.D. Jake says something about, you know, unforgiveness is like, you know, making poison and you drinking it, thinking it's going to affect the other person. It's really poison. So you got to get rid of that resentment that, 
you know, unforgiveness, you got to say, you know what, I learned a lesson from it. I'm better from, you know, you doing X, Y, and Z to me. You tried it, but it ain't work. Mm-hmm. You know, Rod, I got to say, I, I got to say that that's real important because like when you don't forgive people, it holds you back. You know, mm-hmm, like you, you have that resentment in your heart and you're functioning in a certain type of way that doesn't allow you to move forward. Meanwhile, the other person has moved forward and you're stuck on that, right. you know? Right. So that's definitely the energy and the power that you need to keep for yourself. And I can't agree with you any more than that. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, sometimes like you could forgive the person, but you can never really forget that thing. You know what? Here's what you got to do. You forgive. Sometimes it's impossible to forget. And I think that sometimes when you've been through a lot, it holds as a trigger. You know, sometimes you have, you know, little things like if someone, as it relates to abuse, if someone has been hit growing up, that it's a trigger when someone tries to tell you what to do or, you know, do whatever. Um, If someone has a parent who has um, been in prison before and they talk about mass incarceration, it's a trigger, but you, you can forgive, not necessarily forget, but you have to train your mind to say, you know what? I remember when auntie or uncle did such and such and it made me feel like that. I'm so glad I don't have to go through that anymore. And I'm not in that position anymore. Well, since I am, you know, forgiving that person, but I didn't forget, how can I help other people who are going through the same thing? Cause that's therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, yo, if a single mom, like how much crap I had to go through being a single Mm -hmm. mom and like, who single mommy woes yeah that's crazy i can help somebody out you know i can i can help the next girl out that's only right yeah word on the streets is that it was morgan's birthday month we're gonna do a little shout out happy belated birthday to morgan big shout out to the the young princess yeah she is five and a whole five 15 a whole five a whole (laughs) five year old she is going on Oh, look at these queens out here graduating. Come on. Anyway, we love, we love to see it. But yeah, Morgan, Morgan Amell is five years old. She loves animals, aminals, as she calls them. Don't she wait. loves singing. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, that's an aminal. <laughs> um, she loves uh, Paw Patrol. She loves anything unicorn or uh, mermaid. So yeah, check my baby out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, every year as human beings, we're constantly growing and growing every year. What have you seen from your daughter this year, how she's growing into herself? I think she is learning how to express herself a lot better. Because before she would, you know, either act out or, you know, cry or, you know, throw a temper tantrum. And now she's saying, Mom, I'm really hungry. Or Mommy, I'm really sleepy. Can we, you know, can we, can we do X, Y, and Z? Or, Mom, can we go to Chick-a-fil-A? It's not Chick-fil-A, <laughs> it's Chick-fil-A. And Mommy, can that's you get funny. me a kid's meal? Because that's what I really want. She's learning how to express herself. She's being and, more vocal. Yeah, she's more mm. vocal and, you know, telling Mommy and, um, and aunties how she feels and really getting her way because that's how she does it because she's so oh, darn she, cute. Yeah, she yeah she's she, a princess. Yeah, she should. Yeah. The other day, me and Rob was just talking about like what's going on in the world, and 
we feel like the one big problem is the way certain people are raised. Ooh, is, it, is there anything specifically that you're teaching your daughter to help prepare herself <clears throat> for the future? Honestly, um, there are certain things as a mom that you have to teach your daughter. You know, if I had a son, it would be a different conversation, um, a still well-needed conversation. But there are certain things that, as a single mom with a little princess that you have to absolutely teach your daughter in order to prepare her. Um, I teach her about, you know, if someone is, you know, coming in your space and it's making you feel a little bit uncomfortable. I teach her that hands are for helping and for healing and not for hurting. I teach mm-hmm. her that, you know, just because a person looks a little bit different from you, it is not okay to judge that person or, ha- you know, have a certain negative connotation about a person of a specific background, that it's okay to have a diverse group of friends, that it's okay to play with whomever you want to. And even as a five-year-old, she's, you know, faced discrimination, you know, already? going to the mo- already. Already, I remember when we went to the mall, we were in Atlanta, Georgia, and there's a play area. And one mom said, you know, no, I don't want her playing with you. No, baby, play with, you know, basically she didn't say white, I promise you. Basically, she didn't say play with the white girls, but play, go play with the good girls over there. Yeah. And I'm just Mm. like, first off, your daughter's like eight. She shouldn't even be in this playground because it's catered to little girls and Mm. little boys. And then two... My daughter's over here outshining all y'all kids because my, my baby's the super athletic one. So, <laughs> okay, that's fine. But I said, baby, it's okay. You don't have to play with them. Mommy will play with you. And I sure did. I took off my high heels and I went up there and we were just playing. We had so much fun. <laughs> but I taught her like, yo, just because a person is not being receptive to you, nah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't shrug it off. At the end of the day, we all we're all acquired taste, you know. It's right. I mean, everybody's not gonna like you, and you, you know, I'm pretty sure you're teaching your daughter, like you're saying. You just have to be confident in yourself, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, it really doesn't. I mean, it matters what other people think, but you have to be strong enough and aware of who you are. Yeah, I That's agree. Right. And I feel like it's not that people don't want to change. I feel like certain people are just scared to change mm-hmm. their ways. I think so, too, because they don't know what it would yield. Like, they don't know if they did change certain things about them. Like, would people still like me? Or, you know, is, you know. They care about what people think about them. Right. Is my deposition going to change? But you got to change in order to grow. I mean, (laughs) I don't see it being possible without you, you know, changing and growing. I don't. Got to change. That's very true. So what do you see in yourself that you see in your daughter that one thing Ooh, we're tenacious okay mm. off your head i don't care i'm a, i'm a i'm the type of lady i'm i'm lady red you understand me like i'm coming for what i want i don't care if who is in my way i will politely go around that and i will mm-hmm. succeed in whatever i set my mind to we are so tenacious i, I like love that and, be that way you have to especially be that way, now. especially, especially now. And especially as a black woman, I feel like I'm already a woman and I'm already black. I feel like there's so <laughs> many people, even in the news industry that doubt me. And that say, you know what? You can't do X, Y, and Z. And I politely. <laughs> Just moving them out the way. 
kill them with kindness because at the end of the day, you're not going to stop my shine and you're not going to rain on my parade. Okay? That's a fact. You tried it, but it didn't work. your energy. Period. That's right, boo. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a big fact. So we know that mentorship is, you know, really, really important to the development of all of us. Can you break down the the experience that you had as as like Jay Harris really mentored you? Yes. So it's crazy because he actually vouched for me to get a job. Oh, wow. And I put him, wow. yep, I put him on my contact list as one of my mentors. He and Tiffany Blackman, of for, formerly of the NFL Network, now with Major League Soccer, they said, oh. you know what? She has what it takes. She can do this. Give her a shot. I promise you won't regret it. And here's the thing, like, when you meet someone years ago, I'm always thanking myself and I'm always hugging myself saying like, yo, thank you for not being, you know, shy or scared because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm kind of shy. I'm not mm. such, like, even though people think I'm a people person, I'm not really that way. Mm-hmm. I'm really not that way. I like being home. I like my family. And I like cooking. And I just, you know, I'm kind of a homebody. That's me. But at, you know, NABJ, four years ago, I said, yo, I've always wanted to meet him. He's like one of my favorite personalities on SportsCenter. Like, yo, I have to step out of my element. I have to step out of myself. And just say, you know what? I want to meet you. I want to see what you're about. I love you on TV. Do you think you'd be willing to mentor me? I promise you, Rod. I prom- I sent him my reel. No, 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 no. Ooh, ooh, okay. So at the NABJ booth, at the ESPN booth at NABJ, it's like a job, um, mm-hmm. a job career fair or whatever. He was like, what, what is your reel? And I was like, I don't have a reel. And he was oh. like, so I know know. that's not good that's not good at all (laughs) so what am I critiquing and I said yo I I interviewed DJ Envy this year do you do you want to see that and he was like yeah I'll see the interview but he wasn't really feeling it so he was like you know you you have to go ahead and put together a reel you got to do something because this one interview is not going to tell me who you are. And it's not even about sports. You say you want to be a sports <laughs> reporter. Okay. What are you doing, girl? Like, yeah. so he emailed me. Well, he gave me his card. I thought he deaded me like, uh, get this white girl, away. get this white girl away from me. So what I did was I emailed him like two minutes later, like two minutes later, like after I met later. him. Yes, I was a stalker. I don't a care. Follow up email. Got to right away. Too strong. Let me tell you. Do you know this man emailed me like a minute later? I can't wait to see your reel. I think you have what it takes. You just need X, Y, and Z. Go ahead and shoot what you got. Send it to me. It took me about a week to come up with a reel. I sent it to him. It's good. Take the music out. Do X, Y, and Z, and then send it back to me. I did everything. He said that's good. Keep it going. Ever since then, we've been in contact. I remember my first week starting at Fox 55 News in Fort Wayne, Indiana. He took the time out because, you know, he works super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I don't go on the anchor desk until 10. And I don't get off until 11. He sat up there and watched me. He wrote notes. 
got to do this, 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 change this, 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 that. And the same thing with Tiffany Blackman. She will go out of her way to say, you know what? You did that. And I'm so proud of you. And I feel like if you don't have a person that believes in you, whether it's, and I was apprehensive, like, yo, a lot of people got negative stuff to say about male mentors. Mm -hmm. And I just haven't experienced it. I, I, I haven't experienced it. And I'm, I'm just like, yo, if I hadn't said anything, I would have been out a good, right. I would have been out such a great person that believes in the youth. He actually spoke with um, NABJ of Georgia State University and, you know, does webinars for them as well, just because he knows, you know, we need it. I love him. Yeah. What you're saying is real key. Yeah. You you have to, you have to step out on those moments and be willing to, you know, advocate for yourself. You know, me and Rod are cool, but I can only help you. Yeah. Ah. but you can only do so much you know you have to do it for yourself so um what you said is real important and also it just takes that one person to really help and guide you because he really could have just put you to the side like you just said and it's very important that we pay attention to like it's okay if you get a no but you just need Mm -hmm. one yes you know i mean you were just one week away from adjusting that and and you know look where you are now so super dope and that's all what Period. <laughs> <laughs> and with criticism, you know, sometimes people either fall back or accept the challenge to improvement. And you did that, which is also good. I was just hungry. You know, here I was at NABJ. I just had Morgan. Morgan was like six months old. Mm. I had to drop out of Clark Atlanta University. And I, you know, I just said, you know what? I took the mega bus at the time. My a close family friend. He's like a mentor to mine. He said, yo, if you really need help, I'll send you a, I'll send you a plane ticket. I'll send you there. Can you find, can you, can you find a way back? You know, we're not balling. I don't come from a family of money. And I, I remember on the mega bus, my, my 20, $30 mega bus trip saying like, Lord God, I thank you so much for your faithfulness because I'm at, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm at Jamil. I met Jay Harris. I met J.A. Adande. I met the president of NABJ. She knows I'm hungry. She let me volunteer for her. And she, I didn't have to pay for anything there. She let me into the job fair. She, you know, she asked me for help. Like, and I would just remember sitting on that. Cause yo, that bus ride was like 13 hours. (laughs) Yo, yo. And someone, someone kept Putin next to me, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm dying here. <laughs> but but that little 13 hour bus ride allowed me to it was reflect. Worth it. You was in the back of the so bus or the that. front? I was in the back. Oh, oh you was by the bathroom? Nah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. And they for whatever reason they had assigned seats. How you do that to me? Like, why you doing that? Damn. They tried to kill you back there. So we also they heard did. through the grapevine. That you had a little brunch with Taylor Rooks out in Miami. Talk to us about that. We heard. If you don't don't like Taylor Rooks and you don't follow her, please catch up. She's so innovative. She's so creative. Um, Whether you guys know it or not, she is so, oh my gosh, she's so incredibly giving and inspiring. Even though she is, you know, got it going on, sports reporter, has all the exclusive interviews, she still will take the time out to say, yo, let's go to lunch. 
Yeah, I'm getting a dope. group of black girls together. We're going to be up in Miami at the JW. Um, <laughs> it's Bob, it was lit. She bought us mimosas. She paid for everything. She paid for everything. Not only Hair did she done, pay for everything, done, everything, did. everything did. You understand me? <laughs> not only, not only did she do that, she didn't flex. She was just like, "Let's take pictures. Let's um, let's go let's over real. Let let's just have fun. Let's let our yeah. hair down. It's in Miami." And I was just like, "Did you just become one of my best friends? Because I love Slip. you." And. <laughs> You know, when you when you meet someone of that stature, you don't know if they're going to flex on you because I have mm-hmm. been flexed on by black women yeah. reporters before. And honestly, it, it just hurts to your core. So going into it, I was hyped, but I was just like, Brianna, in the, in the, in the back of my mind, if she's not who you think she is, it's okay. Because it's like okay. Kobe Bryant yeah. said, yeah, it, like Kobe Bryant said, you know, I met like one of my idols and he was such an a-hole that I don't never want to be in that position again. Yeah, so I've, I've had that happen to me before. So I was just like, yo, just keep it cool. But then she was acting the way she was acting. I said, I'm hype. I am hype. She yeah. is gorgeous, articulate. I love her political stance. You know, you know, mm-hmm. don't stick to sports. She never sticks to sports. I love Gotta that. Step outside the box. It, it was great. And she keeps it real, too. She, she keeps, keeps it so one on it. She from Atlanta. She don't, she don't got no choice. She has to. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a fact. It's only right. <laughs> you had a webinar called Becoming the Real Deal on May 11th. What's that like knowing there's a bunch of young journalists already in your point in your career looking up to you? You know what? Ooh, that's so humbling. You got to understand, guys. And this is too much. This is too much. This is way too much. But you got to understand, like, I've lived in a homeless shelter before. Yeah. I don't come from money. I was that girl who, oh my God, I'm trying not to get emotional, but I was that girl who would ask people for help and no one would hear me. You know what I'm saying? Like I was that little girl who, not little girl, but who just had a baby by herself, had to catch three buses because I didn't have a car, you know, with my baby, got kicked out of the dorms because I had a baby. You know what I'm saying? Now I have to find somewhere to live now I'm in a shelter and it's just like, if you never stop, no matter what you're going through, you never stop, like never stop, put everything in perspective. Yo, I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I want like where I was. And even though I'm not where I want to be, I thank God I don't lo- I don't look like what I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Don't let this, you know, these eyelashes fool you. <laughs> you're good. Your girl been through been through a lot. So yeah. I just, I'm so grateful. And I don't even look at people like aspiring nothing because when I say I'm going to do something, I do it, one. And then two, if I say I'm going to do something and I see something powerful in a person, they're not in, aspiring anymore. They're just journalists. They're my peers. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah, I might have a job later but i need my i need my folks my my journalist crew to lift me up too when i'm down you know what i'm saying like Mm, that's true that's why i give major props to like rod i give major props to jasmine i give major props to you know david who hopped on the webinar because yo we've been through it and i don't know about you but it was not easy to find me a job it took me over a year you know what i'm saying yeah 
in three tries. So listen, you got the marathon. perfect fit. You got the really perfect marathon, fit. Man. It definitely is. The one no, thing that I realized about you at the webinar, even though I joined a little late. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You wasn't just sharing your knowledge. You was absorbing knowledge as well to people like us, which is really a privilege to us that you was actually paying attention to what we had to say. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't know everything. And I don't know, I don't know about other people, but when someone has something to say, when someone speaks, I listen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because yeah, I I know I know about sports, but I didn't know about news until I got in the industry. I had to learn about news because that's the job that was, you know, was granted to me. So I had to learn about it. So when someone has something good to say, like your points that you made at the webinar, really about networking and about connecting and how you were like, oh, let's link up after, you know, let's, you know, I have to listen. It's good information. So I love it. (laughs) The other day you, yeah, the other day you tweeted (laughs) about how you had to change your Facebook name. Um, (laughs) because of comments that were said at you and to your station. So my question for you is, why do you think right now during these times, a lot of people hate the local news than the national news when you guys are trying to do the same exact thing? Rod, I, when I tell you, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Do you literally wake up with hate in your heart? Do you really just say, you know what? I'm going to tear down that little, little black and Swedish girl right there. I'm going to tear her down even though she's a single mom, even though she comes from X, Y, and Z, even though she's had to face so many obstacles, I'm going to break her down today. I'm going to tear her down because I'm mad. And it, and, it, and it seems like, when will it let up? But in my heart of hearts, and I know, I don't know how you flow. I don't know how the audience flows, but I feel like if they persecuted Jesus and he was Jesus, <laughs> they're going to persecute me too. They gonna have something negative to say about me too. And I talk with my girls. I talk to talk to uh, Danielle, at Jay Martin. I talk to Jazzy, and I and I say, yo, I talk to Jade. How do you guys deal? Because this ain't it. And they say, you know what? You have to put everything in perspective. You literally, and I, and then it opens opens my mind because yo, I literally am coming into these persons' home every single night. That is such an honor. So it puts that much more stress on me to get my story right. To say, you know what? Let me make sure I'm, I'm, I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's and I'm making sure I'm getting, because breaking news is one thing. Breaking news is cool, but you get in a real scoop and it's accurate. That goes above any type of breaking news. That goes above any type of exclusive interview. It's just, it's 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 right. Like when I bro- broke the um, John C. Calhoun story, it was right. I got maybe 97 comments, um, a couple Facebook messages saying, you know what, you're just stirring up the pot. The media is the enemy. Um, the the coronavirus is a democratic hoax. Okay. People just talking. Okay. They gonna Guess do that regardless. You, regardless, yeah. if I'm winning or I'm, yeah. if I'm losing, so I'm gonna live my yeah. life. You're going to be over there talking about me. I'm going to be over here reading my Bible. Okay. (laughs) I I don't have time. Foolishness. You definitely got to be mentally strong, clearly, to 
go through all of these different obstacles to. and you just got to know that you're confident you know this is going to happen no Ooh. matter what you know what i mean yeah. so we definitely um definitely it's 2020 you. now and it's still going yeah. on and on absolutely right. but before we run out of time we have to do this okay. right we have Not to raise box. our glass oh the queen you <laughs> love to right. see it Ooh. that's a fact so all of your work, everything you continuing to do, keep being and Morgan's more mom and more success. Absolutely. You had to get that in before we got you out of here. And, and, we have- wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Raise your glass again. Oh, yeah, we're getting love. This is a toast to y'all. Oh, we never got that. You guys are so amazing. I watch the pod. I watch the show. I love what you guys are doing. You guys literally go to bat for journalists, for people in the media, and you guys put on other people, and you guys make us feel so good about ourselves, even though sometimes we feel like we have so much, you know, we're in over our heads. So toast Mm -hmm. to y'all. Appreciate you. That means a lot. Y'all the best. I love that's a fact. You definitely had to get that in. That was good. We never got that, right? That's new. Yeah, we never got that at all. Y'all yeah, lit. New. Y'all need to know y'all lit. <laughs> but yeah. No, we definitely appreciate that. For sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having me. I love y'all. And um no, we appreciate that. We can't wait to see you at the th- next conference too. Um, yeah, but this ma- yeah. Ow, gang, gang. But this, I don't know what symbol that is. I don't know if it's a gang sign. I just want to clarify. It's not know. a gang sign. You're, you're good. good. You're good. You're good. You say it all the time. So please, yeah. you know, I'm a solid parent, but I'm a hot girl. But um, I love y'all, and this better not be the last time on, I'm on the pod, okay? Oh, no, nah, definitely. You always got a space oh. with us for sure. We definitely appreciate you tuning in. It's the Rob oh, and Rob for Life podcast. Yeah. For life. For life. I'm ball like you in the league, only way the people paying. I started believing that I was one that wouldn't make it. That gave me more reason to question pictures people painted. I stopped giving a fuck.